I'm Heidi. I'm Heather. And we're sisters. This is the H&H Show. Hey friends, we're excited to connect with you today. I am Heidi and this is Heather. And you know us unless you're new to the show. And if you are, we want to say welcome. We're glad to be with you. We are. We had to miss last week. We were supposed to have dropped a show last week, but both of our families had a lot of sickness going on. And so we made the decision to take care of ourselves and and rest and get healthy, and and now we're back. Sometimes that's hard for both of us. We can tend to get in a productive mindset and kind of... um, like no matter what the cost, like go move forward, step forward, mm-hmm. build, go. And we kind of had this, both of us had this thought like, wait a minute, this this is what God has called us to, but we also have the, the opportunity to say mm-hmm. this isn't best this week. And so that's what right. we did. And um, yeah, it was just a good reminder that everybody needs a deep breath at one point or another to right? be healthy. Yes. Yes. So. We have to say yes to taking care of ourselves. And yeah. we've both had a, an entire month of sickness in our family. Yeah. Um, my husband had bacterial pneumonia for three weeks and was very, very, very sick. Yeah. Um, he missed two Sundays of church, which for those of you that don't know my husband, that does not happen. No. Like he, that man would rather be at church than almost anywhere. Yeah. He does not miss church. Yeah. And, um, he missed two weeks, so he was he was very sick. But thankfully, he is uh, on his way to fully recovering, and God was just very faithful, and we didn't have to go to the hospital or anything like that. He was able to recover at home. But then I got sick right after that, and the kind of the same story with you yep. and Kip is mm-hmm. you guys were sick back-to-back, mm-hmm. which makes for a long month for our families. It does. It does. Hey, I want to – I hadn't planned on sharing this, but since we're talking about it, I want to encourage someone just in the – just in the goodness of God mm-hmm. and in how we talk a lot, Heather, about the Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is called in the Word of God the helper. Yes. And I believe so often He, the Holy Spirit is prompting us and speaking to us about things that are yet to come. Mm-hmm. And He is partnering with us in the spiritual realm mm-hmm. to help prevent and detour some of the plans of the enemy. That's right. And um, so I'm going to share a quick story about your husband. I mm-hmm. hope that's okay. Yeah, go for um, it. He always says, my life is an open book. He does. And I've already, away. I've already told him all about this, so he, he knows about it. But um, he he had a work trip coming up. This was before he was sick. And I was literally just like awakened in the middle of the night. It was 3 a.m. I woke up, looked at my clock. It was 3 a.m. And I very clearly, I'm going to say the word here. Mm-hmm. I know that can be um, confusing for some people because right. some people don't like audibly hear. Right. You more kind of have this like very deep thought mm-hmm. yep. or knowing mm-hmm. or you're like was yep. that my thought or what but it was just this very very strong impression where mm-hmm. I don't know if I heard an audible voice as I was waking up or if the thought was so strong that it was just like this very strong thought right but regardless I heard the Holy Spirit say intercede for Chris's life mm. and I was like okay well that's intense so I did. So I laid awake and I started to just pray over his life. And as I was praying, I recalled that he was going to be traveling for work. And so I did all of the normal things that you would pray for as you're going to travel. You know, right. like hedge protections over the cars he'd be in and the um, the airplanes and, you know, the mines he would be at and all of the things you can think of. Right. Then over his physical health. And um, so I'm praying over all of the things. And um, I don't know how long I was praying, but then I fall back asleep and I wake up the next day, and I think that was the day Chris was leaving. So then he leaves on his trip, 
it wasn't a very long trip. He comes home and he's perfectly fine. And I remember having this thought of like, huh, that's weird. Like, I wonder if, if I missed that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that was just my own thought. Yeah. And so, or sometimes don't you think we can hear from the Lord and then like, we don't get it necessarily see any evidence. And then we're like, oh, wow. Was that fear? Yes. Right. So, um, he's home from his trip and a few days later, the Lord woke me up again in the night and said the exact same thing. And this time I was kind of like, okay, weird, Lord. I mean, like he's home and he's fine and that's just weird. But I I obeyed the prompting because I have learned that Mm -hmm. if I disobey the Holy Spirit, it just does not go well for me. Right. Right. (laughs) And so uh, I'm praying for him again. And then shortly after, not that long after, he began to get very, very ill. Yeah. And... Um, Chris is not one to be dramatic about anything. And so like the, I have not ever seen him as ill as he was. Mm-hmm. And, um, it hit me as he was sick and then getting worse and worse and worse that the Lord was prompting me those weeks leading up to this mm-hmm. illness to be praying over his life. Yeah. And, um, then we got the information that he had pneumonia and, I'll be honest, a little bit of fear did set in at that point because I was like, man, he is sick, sick. You know, he was very, very ill. And um, so I was still praying. And that next night, the Lord woke me up and I clearly heard him say, he will not die, he will live. (laughs) And I share that with all of you just to encourage you, listen to what the Lord is speaking to you. Yes. And no matter what it is, keep praying into it. Yes. Even if you feel like, okay, Lord, this seems weird. Like it seems like what you were asking me to pray for has come and gone. Yes. You know, because I thought it was the trip. Right. And yet in the spiritual realm, I believe the Lord was calling me and a few others who actually had the same similar promptings to pray over Chris's life. Yes. That he was asking us to partner with him in the physical, in the spiritual realm. Right. To battle against the darkness that was waging war against his life, his physical life. Something we couldn't yet see. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And so all that just to say the importance of what God is speaking and us taking the Lord serious. I think that's so good, Heidi. And I'm going to give an example that's going to seem a little trite and a little funny, but I want to, I want to give this example because I want people to hear and understand that the Lord is so intimately involved in every detail of our lives, the smallest ones and the biggest ones. He cares about Chris's life, the way that he cares about our time and our energy. And um, the other day we were, and I, you said this, you said, I've learned to listen to the Holy Spirit and to follow his promptings. And it's such a good reminder for for us that the Holy Spirit is our helper. He gives us those promptings to help us, to help us in our day, in the little things and the big things. So we were shopping for tennis shoes for my daughter and we found two pair at um, like a Marshalls or TJ Maxx, one of those places, you know, and I actually have to figure out which one it was at and you'll understand why in a minute. But um, she tried them both on. They both fit. As we're walking up to go pay, I felt the Holy Spirit say, check to make sure that they're both shoes are correct, that there's a right and a left. Hmm. And I didn't. Because I was like, of course they're correct. They're in a box. Like, of course they're correct. Like, I don't have time for this. Don't be weird, Lord. (laughs) Don't be weird. So I didn't check. Well, yesterday she goes to put on her, she'd been wearing the first pair, you know, she goes to put on the second pair and she goes, hey, mom, are these both right feet? Oh, no. Heidi, (laughs) 
the Holy Spirit told me. And I know someone is probably like, you are crazy, Heather. But he literally told me, check the shoes. He's and the I helper. do it. Yeah. And so now I have to figure out, because I can't remember which store we were at. Because yeah. we'd gone to several that day. And you so probably I don't have a receipt. Which stores. I've got to try to find a receipt. Who knows if they even have the left shoe still. They probably <laughs> chucked it in the garbage. Like, well, we don't have another right shoe. So we have two lefts. And I, I was just reminded, like, that's why he's here. Yeah. He's so intimate in, in our lives. Yeah. Um, so that's a, it's a good reminder. So good. But, you know, I think so often in God's word, he talks about how much he cares for us. Mm-hmm. You know, he compares it like, if I care about the birds of the air and the lilies of the field, how much more do I care about you? I, right. And I almost, I almost hear him saying it like in that fatherly tone of, are we still having this conversation? <laughs> do you still not get it? Yeah. But, but in like a really loving, tender way, yeah. like as we would do as a parent, like, hey, like you don't have to doubt that I'm here for you. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm here. Yeah. I'm right I got here. Your back. Yeah. So anyway, I just felt like reminder. somebody maybe needed to hear that mm-hmm. today in that, because I do think sometimes we can doubt ourselves in, in the things God's speaking. And sometimes we're, we're too quick to rush past the time frame of what which God needs us to engage in that particular instruction. Yeah. And I learned that with Chris. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm super grateful I didn't rush past it and think that, oh, he's back from his trip, move on. Mm-hmm. Because that's not what the purpose was. Not what it was about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway. Um okay. I want to chat about something that has been that crossed my mind recently. And it was about you and I went with our husbands to Mexico recently back in February mm-hmm. for my husband's 40th birthday. Can we go back? To Mexico? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. <laughs> um, we had a fantastic time. It was definitely needed. It was very restful. Um, it was a good opportunity coming off of a really, really crazy year to have something to celebrate, to get to focus on something fun in life and positive. Um, but... I was talking to my friend about it right when we got home. I was talking to a friend of mine about what a great time we had and that it was restful and relaxing and good to connect and all of the things. All the good food. Oh my goodness. Yes. We had amazing food. It was so good. At, I'm craving yes. that cheese shrimp thing. That was amazing. I know. Yes. And then when they lit my shrimp on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember my uh, face? I mean, I was just like... It was pretty delicious. I mean, I've seen that done before, Heidi, but this was like, I thought we were, I thought the table was going to burst into flames. It was so like dramatic. If any of y'all are going to Riviera Maya in the Mm -hmm. next little while, message us Mm -hmm. at the H&H Hour on Instagram and we will give you this restaurant suggestion because it was fantastic. We went twice. So we left the all-inclusive resort and went twice because it was that good. And it and this is how good it was. Like it cost quite a bit because you had to get a taxi. You couldn't right. get an Uber no. into our resort. And so we had to pay a lot of money yeah. to get a taxi to go into the city. Right. And we were like, we're doing that again. That's how good it was. It was so good. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I sidetracked. No, it's okay. So all these good things. And I was telling my friend about all the good things, all of the positive things that had happened. And then a while later... I mentioned to her something and I was like, man, I feel like I've got this like eye infection popping up. And I was like, well, it's like the same one I had in Mexico. She's like, what do you mean the same one you had in Mexico? I'm like, well, I had this really bad, really, really bad eye infection in Mexico. She's like, how are you just now telling me this? I, you came home and said nothing about your eye infection. Hmm. I'm like, oh, well, 
I guess it wasn't the, it didn't make the highlight reel, you know, Mm, like it wasn't the main thing. Yeah. And then as we were processing this conversation, I started to realize, I'm like, actually, I was really afflicted that week. I'm like, I had a, I had a lot of hard stuff happen. She's like, what do you mean? I said, well, two days before we left, but the week before we left, I was preaching. And I said, right after, like the week I was getting ready to preach, I got this really bad eye infection and it lasted all the way into our trip. And it was super obnoxious. It was really painful. And then I'm like, and then I had two days of migraines. And then right after the migraines cleared up, I was in the gym working out and they were mopping the floor in the gym. And I didn't know that they were mopping. Right. I forgot about that. And the sun happened to be shining just right that you couldn't see that the floor was wet. And I took a step down and I wiped out hardcore on my tailbone. And I had literally like a bruise the size of a softball on my tailbone the rest of the week. So I was like very gingerly sitting on the lounge chairs. And she's looking at me. Her eyes are huge. She's like, how did all of this crap happen? And you didn't mention any of it. Hmm. And I, I'm, I'm not tooting my own horn because that's not always my approach. Like mm-hmm. I'm not always like, hey, it's fine. Just right. slough it off. Like right. move on. But for whatever reason, <laughs> God gave me the grace that week mm-hmm. to just still move on, still enjoy life, still see the positive and yeah. to not sit in my misery. Yeah. Because I could have. I felt bad enough for all of those things that I could have stayed in my room and sat in my misery and I would have missed out on so many great things. Well, you could have come home too and that could have been your report. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your report could have been, oh, I was sick for three days and it was really hard to sit on the lounge chair because I fell on my tailbone. I had a giant bruise. (laughs) And when I was wearing my bikini, like the giant (laughs) bruise was showing. And, you know, like that could have been your report. Yeah. But we're not called Mm -mm. to give a negative report. We're called to bring a good report. Yeah. And I want to be really clear about something. That doesn't mean we sugarcoat everything and that we ignore the hard things that have happened. It's not, I'm not saying fake it, but what you're saying is your perspective. Yeah. Your perspective was an eternal perspective. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, these are all of the wonderful things that happened and that's what I'm going to look to. Right. That's what I'm going to focus on. Not the fact that, you know, I was pretty sick and didn't feel great. Um, that's so good. And I think I know I need help with that too. You know, how many times have you like met up with someone and, or you, you go to dinner with someone or you, I don't know, go to a hockey tournament and you come home and people are like, how was it? And you're like, well, we lost, but you know, and it just becomes this room like, smelled bad. <laughs> yeah. And it becomes this like yeah. Eeyore yeah. report. Yeah. We've got to stop giving Eeyore reports. We've got to start seeing the good things. Seeing the good things. That's what we're called to. That's that's how we become people um, that that change the world because other people see our good reports. And they hear, even though we've walked through something difficult, yet will I praise you. Yeah. You know, and that I think that that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the cool thing, Heather, about that is that. So this eye infection I had, like it was actually impeding my vision. Like it was so swelled that I couldn't even open my eye fully, which I mean, really, it it was fine because we wore sunglasses the whole week. But I do remember like one night, Kevin and I were climbing into bed and he's like, he's like, you go, you're really quiet. And I was like, man, my eye is just throbbing. It hurts so bad. And, you know, we're in Mexico. So I'm like, I'm not going to like call up my doctor and be like, hey, what should I do here in Mexico? 
Um, and he's like, well, here, let me just pray for you. And so he just prayed over me. And it was just this really simple, straightforward prayer. Mm-hmm. Like just get to the point, ask for the healing and mm-hmm. move on. And then when it woke up in the morning, the swelling was gone. Mm-hmm. Like the infection mm-hmm. within the eye had been removed. And so I was just encouraged to know, like even that small eye infection, mm-hmm. like we can take that to the Lord mm-hmm. and we can be vulnerable with him mm-hmm. and we can, we can share the problem with him and I think so often we do that. Like we vent the problem to all the people. Talk about the problem to mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. But yet the Lord is the one that we're supposed to be bringing the problem to. That's right. And saying like, Jesus, would you step into this situation yes. with me? Yes. Because I don't want, you know, I don't want this to ruin my husband's 40th vacation and I want to get to enjoy this with him. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to really end up in the clinic here in Mexico, you know. Right. And um, let, giving him the space, like letting the Holy Spirit be our helper. I think so often... He says in his word, I'm your helper. And so often we're like, yeah, well, well, we can handle this without you. Right. And we don't even invite him in to do the helping. Right. Because we're so bad about asking for help when we have needs with people. And we forget that God is part of that too. Yeah. We tend to highlight the negative and not the positive. I, as we were talking about this beforehand, I flipped open my Bible and it fell open to Ezekiel 37, which is such an incredible passage. Mm -hmm. I would say, stop this podcast right now and go read it because Mm -hmm. God's word is living and active and it's so good. And it will, it will change your life if you just jump into it. But I had written um, in my journaling portion of my Bible, speak and prophesy life. Mm-hmm. And the story in Ezekiel 37 is um, God takes him to this valley of dry bones. So all these bones are scattered all over. And God tells him, um, do you believe that these bones can become living people again? Yeah, because it was a mass grave. A mass grave. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine God asking you that? Like, what would you say? You know, I hope I would say, absolutely, Lord. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus says this to him over and over and over again. He says, speak a prophetic message to these bones. And then it says, so I spoke this message. Suddenly, as I spoke, a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then the Lord says to him, speak a prophetic message to the winds. Speak a prophetic message. Mm -hmm. Go down a few verses. So I spoke the message and I have all of those underlined in my Bible. God says, speak and Ezekiel speaks. And that is the power, Heidi, of our words. We have to speak and prophesy life Mm -hmm. to the dry bones and God will raise them up. God will put skin on them and he will breathe breathe life into them. And that won't happen if our perspective is always on the negative. Yeah. If our perspective is always on the bad report, we yeah. are called to bring a good report. Yeah. You know, in, in um, early in in the Bible, where the Israelites have come out of Egypt and God has brought them to the edge of the Promised Land, and the spies, all these spies, go in to check out the land, yeah. and um, ten of them, I think it's ten. I might be getting my Bible numbers a little wrong here, but I think it's 10 of them go come back mm-hmm. and they say the the people are huge and there's no way we they're can giants. Con- they're giants. That's there's the no report. way we can conquer this land. And two of them say, oh no, we got this. We got this. Yeah. God is for us. Yeah. This land that he has promised us is yeah. a good land. Let's be the people yeah. that bring back the good report. Right. Yes. They had 
enemies that they had to conquer. Mm-hmm. They had hard days in front of them. Mm-hmm. They had battles they had to fight. But they saw the goodness of God in the land of, of the living yeah. and not the giants right. in the land. They saw God's promises, not God, not the giants. Yeah. And I, I just think that we we can shift our whole mentality to be the people that bring the good report. Yeah. And how much how much joy does it bring people around you when you hang out with people who are bringing a good report? Um, you know, I mean, I've, I have had people kind of come and go from my life who it's like, man, every time they're in my space, the amount of negativity is just too much negativity to want to keep inviting back into my space. Yeah. And I think that we have got to, we have to be the encouragers, not to have that like false positivity, Mm -mm. but yes, we can talk about the hard things, Mm -hmm. but are we then picking up our mat and moving on from it? That's right. Are we stepping forward out of the misery and mm-hmm. into the light, you know, to move into conquering the giant instead of just talking about it? And no matter what the giant is, we have the helper. Yeah. No matter what, if it's a, a left shoe that's missing yeah. or if it's a very sick man who needs a touch, of, you know, right. from the God who heals us. Yeah. Um, I have this group of friends and we get together and we, we play cards and every once in a while, one of us will remind the group, like, hey, we're not going to talk about this anymore. Yeah. Like, no more of this negative talk. Yeah. Like, let's bring it back to... Yeah. And and we talk about lots of things. Yeah. And we're very, like, we're close with each other, yeah. and we discuss hardships in our lives and all of that. And I'm not saying we can't talk about that, but we can get sucked into these, like, vortexes of negativity where yeah. just we spiral down mm-hmm. into something, you know? And so we've, we've put bans on things before. Yeah. Like, we're not allowed to talk about this. Yeah. And it's amazing when you're intentional about it, Yeah, how it just, it changes the tone. Well, because it can become habitual. It can be. You know, I mean, how I, we all, we all can think of the people that every time you say like, hey, how are you? Huh, I'm tired. Uh-huh. And if you can't think of the people in your life that do that, it might be you. Oh. You know? Come oh, on. I'm tired. Life Yikes. is so hard. You know? And it's like. Somebody's like cringing right now. <laughs> You know, and I don't say that to be mean. Like, no, it's truth. I've been in those seasons myself. Like, it's where it's like, mm-hmm. well, here's the reality. We're all humans. We're all tired. Mm-hmm. Like, let's mm-hmm. figure out a way. Like, maybe you need to go to bed earlier. Mm. Maybe, you need, maybe you need to start, like, eating well so that you're sleeping well. Maybe you not, need to not be on your screens before you go to bed. Yeah, like, all the things. But but I'm um, just that it, it can be a habit. Yeah. Like, I've realized, like, people get into a habit of, well, I'm just, I'm so tired. And yet they're not doing anything to step out of that. So good. So well I we wanna be the... I wanna be a person that has a good report. Yeah. And I, I I have to battle that. Yeah. I can tend to sometimes go down the path of negativity and I, I have to be intentional not to be because I wanna be that person. I wanna be the person that sees the best yeah. in a situation and sees the best in people. Yeah. I just had this thought, and to be clear, we we all struggle with that in some, even the most positive people on the planet mm-hmm. can get stuck in the habit of mm-hmm. negativity, but we also can move forward from mm-hmm. it. But this last Sunday, uh, we got a, a FaceTime video and it was from our little brother, Stephen, mm-hmm. who's been on the show for us before. Um, and he's wrapping up his his final year in law school. He's getting ready to, you know, graduate and be done. Shout out, Stephen. We're so proud of you. Good job. But... The FaceTime pops on. My kids are all sitting there lined up to talk to him. And just like the minute it came to life, like he was just radiating joy. Mm. And just like, 
if anybody knows Bob Goff, like Bob's always like bringing the joy with him, mm-hmm. bringing the party, bringing the fun, bringing the smile. It made me think of like a young Bob Goff because mm-hmm. he was just so fun and so full of life and just so intentional to bring joy to my kids this morning. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there observing him love on my kids and I just thought, how fun. Like they all sat there and wanted to chat with him for a while and how fun mm-hmm. that he was that mm-hmm. voice of fun and of positivity. And I know for a fact he, because he's studying for the bar and he's studying, right. studying, 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 he wouldn't have had to pop on there right. and be joyful. He was probably exhausted. But he was. So good. And it was so fun. I love you know, it. So I just think we always, we all have the power mm-hmm. to bring life into someone's day. Right. And when we choose joy, when we choose Jesus, when we choose a positive report, mm-hmm. we are the bringers of joy. Yeah. That's and so it's good. such a good thing. So good. I love it. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We're so happy that you do. Um, we know that this season has been, there's been a lot of heaviness for a lot of people mm-hmm. and we love to pray for you. So reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram at the H&H Hour. Message us. We respond to every message that we get and mm-hmm. we do pray for you. And um, just know that no matter what you're going through, there is hope. Mm-hmm. And if you need someone, reach out to us. Yes. No one should walk this life alone. Be encouraged. We love you. We'll chat with you next time. Thank you.